Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Praise God. Thank God. God is a faithful God. He is too faithful to fail. I see that somebody's hour, your moment, your time has come. If you are the one, your amen will show it. Amen. We, we trust God. The psalmist said, I like this text, you know, whenever I am afraid, you know, in life, there are times that things will be going on that will send fear and shiva into your, shivers into your spine. You'll be worried. What's going on? Sometimes you hear news, uh, maybe particular news, and it disorients your entire constitution. And yeah, you are just naturally, it's weighing you down. And the psalmist said, when I am afraid, when situations hit, when circumstances come my way, and I, I just am disoriented, fear is trying to lay hold of me. He said, I will trust you. <laughs> I will trust in you whenever I am afraid. I will trust in you. In other words, if you don't even understand what's going on, you know, sometimes things will happen in your life and you just, what's going on? What's going on? The Eli, Eli, Lamak, Sabak, Tani moments. When it's like, oh, it looks like heaven has, is not doing anything about the situation or heaven has forsaken you. Jesus said, Eli, Eli, Lamak, Sabak, Tani. And then he said, into your hands. That's what he means. When I am afraid, I will trust you. He said, into thy hands do I commit my spirit. And he gave up the ghost in the book of John. Into the, the same person who said, God, God, where are you? What's going on? Why have you forsaken me? Can't you hear my prayers? People are getting their testimonies. Mine is even more critical. What is going on? Where are you, my God? Where are you, my God? the same one said into your hands I commit my spirit into your hands I commit my spirit in other words whenever I am afraid I can still trust in the keeping of God in the provisions of God in the protection of God it doesn't matter even when it looks like God is not with me I can still trust him when it looks like my prayers are hitting the ceiling and God is not hearing my prayers, I can still trust him. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Why? Because God is a buckler to all those who trust in him. And Bible puts it this way. He said, curse in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5. Curse be anyone that puts his trust instead of putting your trust in the lord you put it in man he said he says it brings cases case is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength whose heart departs from the lord now other things have become important for you other things are what you are you, you depend on your confidence is in other things paul says we don't we don't put confidence in the flesh Mm -hmm. Philippians chapter 3 verse 
spirit. We serve God in the spirit and have no confidence in the flesh. We don't put confidence in our jobs, in our money, in any a man we know, in uh, a, a certificate we have, in our, 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 our maybe uh, our economic background, our bank accounts. Your, we don't put our confidence in that. We put our confidence in the Lord. We put our confidence. So Paul says that we put our confidence in the Lord. We put our we have no confidence in the flesh. Henceforth, we don't have we don't put our confidence in the flesh. He says that he says that for we are of the circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice and have no confidence in the flesh. In our natural, our future is not tied to our natural status. Our future is tied to our tied to our heavenly status. The, the beauty and the color of your future has ever, <laughs> listen to this, you don't have to miss this. The beauty and the color of your future has everything to do with your work with God. Everything. So when you work with God, you must come to the place where you always say, whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. I'll put that confidence. <laughs> Philippians 1, chapter 6, is, uh, chapter 1, verse 6. He said, This is the confidence. Uh, 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 said, we have this confidence in Him that uh, who, he who has begun a good work shall. He said, Be confident in this thing. <laughs> if God saved you, ah, salvation is the beginning of your testimony. Mm. Salvation, because Bible says, I think Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9, or somewhere there, it says that the things that accompany salvation. So when you are saved, it's not the end. There are other things that come. This is a package. It's like you get a job. When you are a prime minister, you get all kinds of benefits and security protections that come with the job. In the same way, there are things that six nine Hebrews is that there are things that accompany salvation. When you are saved, there are things that come with your salvation. So your salvation being saved is not is not the end of. It's the beginning. There are a lot of things that has, Bible says that Jesus in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, he's able to save to the uttermost. In other words, he's not saving only a part of you and leave the rest. He's able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him. If you come to God through him, he will save you fully, fully, not partially. He will save you to the uttermost. In Jeremiah chapter uh, chapter 17, verse 5, he said, Curse be anyone who puts his trust in man and makes not uh, flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. Makes not flesh his strength. If you walk with God, you put your confidence in God. You put your Confidence in God. It does not matter what the devil, the enemy throws at you. God will protect you. God Amen. will guide you. God, God will give you the last laughter in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Shall it be? Amen. Amen. You know, there's a certain version of Christianity that has been taught. Paul in Acts chapter 9, there's this guy, they were trying to preach to the proconsul. This guy, by Jesus, Alimas, he was trying to block them from preaching the gospel. Paul said, hey, you son of the devil, you go blind and you will not see for a while. Bible said, immediately, 
Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9 from uh, chapter 13, sorry, verse 9. Paul, chapter 13, verse 9. Paul filled, and Saul, who is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, look intent at this crazy man. And he said, oh, full of all deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, enemy of righteous, all righteousness, will you not cease to pervert the straight ways of the Lord? What did he say? Then look at the judgment. And now, indeed, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind. Not seeing the sun. Don't, don't temper with the things of God. That thing that you'll be messing up, and oh, don't worry. God loves you. No, 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 no. If you joke, you will see. He said that he is able to save to the uttermost. Those Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, who come to God by him. He's able to save to the uttermost those who come, uh, who come to God through him since he ever lived back to make it. So you see, when he saves you, there is a package that is coming with your salvation. So even when you go through difficult and tough times, you must be able to say, into your hands, I commit my spirit. I commit my marriage. I commit my future. I commit my career. I commit my health. Lord, into my hand, into your hands, I commit my year. Bible says that, cares be anyone who puts his trust in men. And then he goes, he says that, who, whose uh, heart depart from the Lord. Look at the next verse. Look at it. He says that, for he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes. This is serious. So. Shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in, in, a, in a sort land which is not inhabited. The next verse, I will show you something. I like this one. This is you. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. Your hope is the Lord. Amen. It's not your job. It's the Lord. Your Amen. hope is not your contest. It's the Lord. You trust in God. And we have, that's why we are fasting. That's why we have come here. We trust God. We believe God. We believe God. Our hope is in God. Amen. That's why we have come here. Because it does not matter what is going on around us. No, there's so much uncertainty all around. So uncertainty, uncertainty is all around. Nations. Politicians, everybody's watching what's, 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 what's coming next. Mm. <laughs> what's coming next? People are afraid for their jobs. People are afraid for I mean, I know people who, who are in primary schools, they pay the fees this term only to realize, to hear that the uh, lockdown is extending to uh, uh, mm. uh, March or something. It's like, and I had their parents who are now redrawing their children, especially their private school um, uh, fee-paying schools, parents who are redrawing their children and said, "We are. I'm schooling my child in the house until the, everything is cleared. And because of that, it's also having impact on um, the fee-paying schools. And there's, there's so much on people are losing their jobs, people are losing their... But I'm telling you, they that know their God, they that trust in their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. It's not every battle you have to win by fighting. But there are certain, certainly certain battles we have to win by fasting. Wow. <laughs> wow. You, you fought a lot. Now fast. There are some things you will win by fighting. You will win by fasting. 
And by us, we engage the Lord through fasting. Mm-hmm. Esther said, you know what? Fast for me and I'll go to the king. And when the king saw her, chapter 5, verse 2, Esther, he lifted the scepter. He saw Esther. Babu says that, and she, she obtained favor in his sight. He, she, she has not spoken. She hasn't done anything. She broke the law by appearing there. And the king, Bible says that, found favor in the sight of the king. In Luke chapter 1, verse 28, the Bible makes us to understand. The Bible says that. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, no woe, hail. Some of us, sometimes you receive an email and the email is telling you, whoa. You will hear, you receive letters and emails that say, hail. Amen. <laughs> yeah, you receive a hail phone call. Hail. Hail. Amen. No, no woe or no ow or out. No. Hail. Prophesy. I'm prophesying. I am prophesying. Concerning that job, you shall hear hail. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Concerning that marriage, you shall hear hail. Concerning the exam, medical examination you went for, oh, don't worry. The result is coming and it's going to be hail. Hail. Amen. Hail. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So Amen. the angel appears and tells Mary, says to Mary, hail. Why? Why hail? Because there's a favor factor working. It says, angel, this is an angel. Angel telling Mary, thou art highly favored and the Lord is with thee. Blessed are you amongst, when they are counting women, you are exceptionally blessed amongst women. Yes. When they are talking about, I don't know your family name. Maybe your family name is Angie. Or maybe your family name is Smith. Maybe your family name is Brown. Maybe your family name is Branson. They are going to tell you that blessed are you amongst the entries. Blessed are you among the Darsons. Blessed are you among the Johnsons. Oh my goodness. Blessed are you among the Orsays. Blessed are you among the Roberts. Blessed are you among the Olusheguns. Blessed are you among the Chieses. Blessed are you among the Okakunush. Blessed are you among wherever you are coming from, your family. It shall be said concerning you. Oh, it shall be said concerning you. Blessed are you. Amongst the your father's background, your father's blessed are you. Why? Because you are highly favored. Because you are this year. Hey, this year you are highly favored. This year you shall see favor. This year you shall enjoy favor. This year you shall benefit from the favor of God. Oh, I'm prophesying. Oh, people will have to look at you to know how favor works. Yes, yes, yes. You will be an evidence of what the uh, what the favor of God can do. Yes, God is going to make you favor sample. Mm. Favor sample. The angel told Mary she was somewhere. 
and an angel, God will always send you a word if he wants to help you. He will always send you a word. That's why I'm coming your way by the special grace of God. That's why. And listen, I'm not only speaking to you. I'm also speaking into myself. I'm also hearing the word of God. I am favored among pastors in London. I am favored. I am favored. I am favored among pastors in my generation. I am Oh, you can also speak for yourself now. You, shall also, you can also connect your faith and speak for yourself. Blessed are you. You are favored. Favored. The angel came with a message. God can't do if he doesn't send the message. That's mm -hmm. why we come together. When we come together in fellowship and in church, the word of God is a, is priority because God is he, God's hands are tied and bound when his word is absent. Because God does by speaking. In Genesis chapter one, Bible says, and God said. You know, as I, as I normally like doing, verse 3, verse 6, verse 9, verse 11, verse 14, verse 20, verse 24, verse 26. He said, let God said, God said, verse 29, God said. So God kept saying, and verse 31, what God saw. Do you see that? So God saw. God, what did God see? God saw that everything he had made so God, God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. God saw everything he had made, but he wasn't making, he was speaking, yes. How does he make? He makes by speaking. So when he was saying, let there, let there, he was actually making. So if God is going to make something new in your life, guess what, how he's going to do it? He hasn't changed his style. He's the same, he's the same as the today. He will always send a word. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, it says that God, who in times past spoke to us, spoke to our fathers by the prophets. In sundry path, spoke in diverse manner to our fathers. He oh God speaks. The Bible said he spoke in times past and he hasn't stopped. Verse 2. In these days, uh, in these last days, has uh, uh, uh in the, has spoken in these last days. So he has been speaking and he's still speaking because God is a speaking God. If God wants to do something in your life, the first and foremost, he will speak. He will speak. So God sent the angel, go to a city, Luke chapter 1, verse 26, and the Lord sent an angel into a, in the sixth month into a city called Nazareth to a virgin named Mary. And the, as soon as the angel arrived at the address, the angel didn't ring the bell. He just showed up and he said, Hail! <laughs> Said hail, the angel came and said, Hail! That's a that's the salutation of angels. Good news your good news is coming. It will start with hail. Thou art highly favored, for blessed are you amongst women. Look at verse 30. Look at verse 30. And when she's verse 30 says that, and the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found. Oh, that's all I'm trying to. That's where I want to get. Fear not. Why? For thou hast found favor. Fear not, for thou hast found favor with God. If there's something, brothers and sisters, if there's something we should desire aggressively for mm. this year, in our pursuit of fulfillment of his word being a year of uh, victory, if there's something we should desire and aggressively pursue, is the favor of God. Because it's the favor of God that makes you stand out amongst many. 
The reason why God chose Mary is because Mary has been favored. Yeah. Sometimes don't be so worried about who is competing with you. Be more worried whether God, you have favor in the sight of God. When you have favor in the sight of God, anyone who competes with you has hurt themselves because their competition is an unfair competition. It's an unfair competition because anyone who competes with you is in effect competing with the hand of God, which is not fair for the person. Favor ain't fair. <laughs> when God favors you, anyone who tries to compete with you finds out that this competition is not fair. It is like a heavyweight champion, boxing champion, or wrestling champion fighting a three-year-old boy. I mean, it's not, it's not a fair match. Even in boxing, or I think even in football, the leagues, they won't ask this level to go and play this level. So in, in, football, in boxing, if you are a heavyweight, they won't let you go and fight lightweight. Lightweight won't fight heavyweight. But it's not an, Bible says, Bible calls that kind of combination and unequally yoked. It's not matching. And unequal yoke. So, so when God is fight, that's why Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? Because when you have favor with God, what the results you produce are actually, <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to say something. Are you ready for this? The results you produce or your life produces are like a res are like results on steroids. Wow. They, they are not they are not self-generated. It's you are doped, almost like you are doped, but this one is supernatural. Wow. Supernatural. So you are you can you imagine you are arresting someone who is on drugs, who is dope, and it comes out first. It's not fair. That's why they have to do all those tests and make sure no one is on. But your favor, you, you are receiving favor and you produce results that are on steroids. Amen. Shout <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. A typical example is what happened in the life of Mary. We actually are very familiar with Elizabeth, the, the mother of John the Baptist, not because of John the Baptist, but because of Mary. Because of the child Mary gave birth to. So in the verse 35, he says that that holy thing which you give birth shall be called the holy child of God. Because what you are carrying is unique. Why? You are going to carry, you are going to bring forth something that naturally speaking, no one can produce. So the results that are coming are going to be generated through your life. The color, the beauty of the glory of God that is going to be produced out of your life is going to be based and it's going to be a function of this unusual favor that God is lavishing and is placing on you. God is putting the crown of favor on your head. God is putting the crown of favor on your head and so shall it be. Favor makes the journey easy and great. Favor makes the journey easy and great. And as I said, if you have favor with God, favor with man follows automatically. If you have favor with God and you begin to walk with God, well, favor with man will just be coming your way as long as you remain humble and do things the way you should do. And to find favor with God, obey God. Walk by faith. Please God. Walk by faith. And give honor to whom honor is due. Don't cross people 
who carry certain grace. Don't cross them. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Don't make them feel sad about you. Don't make them feel pain in their hearts about you. It's 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 undermines the kind of the quality of favor you can walk in. But tonight, I just came to tell somebody, you're about to hear hail, 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 and you'll be told you are blessed amongst your family line, amongst those who finished that uni, amongst or that your year group, you are blessed amongst them. Ah, yeah. Every people category they might group you in, God will make you stand tall. That's what I'm talking about. Brothers and sisters, I have seen God start doing that. And I know he will even do more. Favor makes life sweet. Do you know when somebody hurts you in your past, they do things against you and they hurt people. Human beings, remember, human beings have the propensity to hurt people. That's why it's dangerous if you put your trust in man. Now, but sometimes when people betray you and they hurt you, it's painful, but it's not as, uh, it's not that as painful when God begins to honor you and favor you. You, but Joseph, he said, for the Lord has made me to forget my affliction. Yeah. Because of the kind of things God was doing, his brothers came and said, listen, no, no, you actually helped me. I don't have anything against you. God has made me to forget my affliction. God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. Something like that. When God blesses you exceptionally, when God blesses you, he, he has a way of doing it. Yeah, Joseph called the name of his firstborn uh, Manasseh, for God has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. The things he has been through, it doesn't hurt anymore. It didn't hurt because God has so compensated him that the wicked things he suffered from the hands of wicked people don't matter. It didn't matter anymore. That's how God can honor it. That Bible says, therefore, God has also highly exalted Jesus. The crucifixion doesn't feel anything anymore because the elevation is way above. That's why Bible says that for your, uh, your problems are working for you, a far more eternal weight of glory. It's outweighs what you're going. But the point I'm making is that when the favor of God comes upon your life, you will forget the sorrows of your past. You, you, like you remember what you've been through, but it doesn't hurt anymore. Please don't focus on your challenges. Focus on your God. Somebody puts it this way. Don't make your problems big before your God. Make your God big before your problems. Hallelujah. Big him up. Big up. Big, how do you big him up? Stay in faith. Focus on the word and walk in obedience in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Karis Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.